Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. All right, let's get started. All right, everyone recording? You good? Yeah. Let me double check. Um, yeah. Yep. Looks good. All right, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And Andy. Hey, now. Hey. Yeah. This is episode 194, the show with no name. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> All right. Let's catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first? I'll go first. Andy can go first. Or no, I think, I think we should let first, Andy go first because Andy got some. Uh, I'll go first. Andy's got a hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smoking. I, I did get a chance to go flying a little bit this weekend. Nice. Uh, snuck out early before I started working and got a couple flights in Saturday morning and three or four flights on Sunday morning. Flew the XL Power 700 Spectre, whatever the hell we're calling that thing. Uh, yeah, uneventful. Had fun. Awesome. Finally, kind of getting my aileron TikToks going the way I want them. I have the nose right going pretty good. Like I can bring them down about ten feet or so, and I'm pretty confident in it. I occasionally make a like a a correction, miscorrection or something, but I can get it back pretty easy. So, kind of. Not too bad, which is good because a few months ago I could barely do them at all. Wow. So I'm kind of happy that that's sort of coming into place. Now the nose left, I'm about 75% on those. Still mess up on those. (laughs) Yeah, still make wrong corrections every now and then and start to get like cross elevator in. It starts going all crazy wonky on me. I mean, it's not bad. I can kind of hold them in one place. Most mm-hmm. of the time, but but they're just not hardly, they're just not there yet. But they're getting better, so I'm I'm kind of happy with that. Really, cool. haven't been working on much else. Just uh, knocking off the cobwebs a little bit, doing some funnels, and circuits, and inverted stuff, and a bunch of autos. So I remember how to do that. Yeah, nice. But that's it. Fairly uneventful flying. And then Monday, I was getting ready to go do some harvesting, and the field caught on fire, the cornfield. Oh, yeah. We ended up burning up about 80 acres of field, which luckily had already been harvested. So it was just the corn, like the stalks and the shucks and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was still a little bit stressful because it was pretty close to the house yeah if the wind had changed direction and started blowing the other way it would definitely have burnt my house up Damn. Uh, once that thing got going we think it got started from a spark off an implement where we were um we plant some wheat as a cover crop through the winter and we was doing that and i think a spark must have set it off but it went so damn fast that like my dad called, he was in the field, he saw it. It was, you know, I don't know, three or four feet diameter. By the time I got there, it was the size of two cars. 
before we could even turn around twice, it was a half acre on fire. And it just, the wind started blowing really hard and it just wasn't anything you could do. I mean, it just went so fast. But now that being said, we've been really, really dry here. We haven't had rain in over, uh, I think the middle of July. Something like that. So. Wow. Well, it's a lot. Super dry conditions. Wind was blowing. Low humidity. So, I mean, you were saying that they had, like, what, how many departments out there? Yeah, we had. Crazy, right? We had, like, six or seven fire departments. The Forest Service come in with bulldozers and stuff. Yeah, it was quite a fiasco. Uh, Luckily, we didn't lose any equipment or didn't lose any crops. It was actually headed for about a like a 120-acre field that we haven't harvested yet. And if it got in it, it would have been completely unstoppable in the standing corn. But luckily, we kind of got it stopped from going into that, and the river sort of stopped it on one side, and then all the fire departments. We had a lot of neighbors show up with tractors and equipment and uh, yeah. friends and stuff. So we kind of got it contained, but we were there from, I think it started around noon and the last fire department people left out about nine o'clock, nine thirty, And wow. then we were there till about midnight. And then all day today, just still taking care of hot spots and pulling burning logs out of the woods and stuff like that. Jeez. Trying to just sort of, contain everything and we still got a big mess to clean up like the field's been uh bulldozers run through it and stuff to to make the fire line so i have to level all that back down and a lot of cleanup and stuff so it's we didn't lose any equipment didn't lose any buildings nobody got hurt it's just kind of a big pain in the ass is the only thing yeah, but, yeah. I mean, with that I'll, type of fire and how big it was, I, I mean, I guess you pretty much came out unscathed, which is good, you know? Yeah, 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 for the most part. Like I said, it could have definitely been worse. It could have went – the field that it was in is also adjacent to my shop and grain bins and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So it could – if the wind had blown toward that, okay. all that stuff would have been in danger. Or if it blown the other direction, my house would have been in danger. So it – you know – we got out pretty easy. It's it still sucks though. Yeah. Still. Yeah, a lot of work ahead of you. So, needless to say, that kept me busy all day Monday and today. Today's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> really haven't had a chance to do much else other than deal with that. Is that something that's kind of common though, or no? Not really. Not really. I mean, co- combines catch on fire. That's yeah. and most and everyone thought that's probably what had happened since we were running the combine. A fire being started from a spark off a say a flint rock or something is yeah. very very rare. I mean, it's almost like a a freak accident or something or a freak occurrence. I should say it's not really an accident. Yeah, but the fire was definitely an accident. Nobody wants to to see their their field on fire like that. Yeah, really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. But I can't anyway. believe you haven't gotten rain in the last, like, what, two months almost? Yeah, right? it's been it's been a, a little over two months. Wow. Yeah, yeah, no rain. I think, I mean, we might have got a tiny, tiny little sprinkle or something. Yeah, but, but nothing enough but to no, soak the ground, though. Yeah, no measurable rain, really. Yeah. 
So I don't know what's going on. You'll get it all in December. You'll be able to go down to the Winter Bash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's been good weather for harvest, really, because it's been yeah. dry. I had to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So in that in that respect, it's good. Yields will be off some because of the dry weather on the soybeans, especially. So that's not good. But you know, hey, what can you do? Yeah. I mean, normally on these machines, do you carry a fire extinguisher? So, like, if something yeah, like this were to happen? Like, I have three on the combine. Every tractor yeah. has one. But like I said, in a matter of yeah, 30 minutes, seconds, it's done, it's, right? It's, yeah, five minutes. I mean, it was there was no... Yeah, like, I yeah. was in the field with uh, a front-end loader cutting fire breaks mm-hmm. to try to slow it down, like, right. in front of it. But it would the the sparks and embers where it was burning, and like I said, the wind was blowing, so yeah. it it would jump like I would get a fire break going, and it would jump a hundred feet past where I was and start again. Oh shit! Yeah. I mean, it's just like you know, <laughs> it's disconcerting. It's like holy shit! There's no getting in front of it. At the end of that field was a tree line and some woods, and that kind of slowed it down. That's how we were sort of able to contain it. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's pretty scary, and, dude. Yeah, it, it is. And like I said, thankfully, big thanks to all the neighbors and stuff that showed up, helped out. Yeah, and all the fire departments. and Yeah, the fire departments. Yeah. The Forest Service was a huge help. They come in with dozers, and they're they're more used to fighting, you know, yeah. bro- forest ground fires, I should say. Yeah, brush fires. The fire yeah. departments, you know, they know how to handle it, too, but. The Forest Service, that's their specialty. Yep. But we got it all contained. It's its all pretty well put out now. Yeah. Awesome. A couple of days of excitement. Mm-hmm. Not And not the good type, I should say. No, I was going <laughs> to say. I'd say it's yeah. excitement. Yeah, I'll go next, dude. Yeah, my week was, was pretty awesome, man. I've been slowly printing some more stuff for a project I'm working on for Halloween and I've got my printed proto tank, what it's called on Thingiverse. It's a prototype tank that's kind of like open source where you can put a breadboard on it and mess around with different things. But one guy took it and just made like a whole tank out of it that has a little FPV, you know, pod on the top that you can move back and forth with servos. And that's actually designed really well. And that's, uh, been in the works for a little while kind of like when i have a chance i get back to it i was printing out treads like crazy and it's really cool the way this guy designed this was the treads you print out and then he has different diameter size holes for the pins you actually push through and they're just two two millimeter like roughly around two inches long uh pieces of i i don't know what they are steel stainless steel Whatever it is. You buy uh, them or make them or what? Yeah, you buy them off of, uh, I got them on Amazon. They're really cheap. And uh, you get enough and you just push them in. So it takes care of the, you know, the locking nice. the treads in. Okay. Yeah, so no more three millimeter screws. <laughs> yeah. Zillion bolts. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I had 150 of them or something like that. Nice. But, uh, yeah, so that that's working. I got that actually running. And it's pretty cool because... You know, I designed the other one to have Elevon mixing in the two ESCs, and you run two, like, brushed ESCs to each motor, or each motors. I have four motors in this thing, so that's what the design is. And they're just cheap, like, you know, little robot motors or whatever. You get them on 
Amazon. They're they're dirt cheap. The little yellow ones. They're worm drive, and those things, um, you know, are set up. Like I said, Elevon mixing in the radio. So I had that, and then I mixed the throttle and rudder for the like FPV cam to move around, and uh, that that was working really well. I just haven't hooked up the actual FPV cam because I haven't messed with that stuff in a long time. So I wasn't sure where like my transmitter was and all that kind of stuff. I know where my receivers are, but I have transmitters over the years and I didn't want to go buying anything new. So I'm ripping it out of something else, you know. So that's that's coming along good. But then we went to the South Jersey Heligon Wilds. I can't even talk to them. Wilds. <laughs> <laughs> Those Wally Haley's. Went to the <laughs> South Jersey Heli's Gone Wild helicopter event down South Jersey. Uh, at the Allen's Airfield. And that was a great time, man. Saw a bunch of people. Saw a bunch of people that we normally see. Saw some people mm. that I haven't seen in a while, actually. That guy, Jason, and his buddy, Steve, came down from upstate New York or Massachusetts. Yeah. But I live upstate New York. Yeah, man. Dude, I met Jason the first time I went up to Robert's mm-hmm. event up there. And, yeah. uh I, you know, and it's funny because I hadn't seen him. I think the last time I was up there, I don't think he went, and uh, or I did see him. I don't remember, but I was like, you know, I was thinking the other day, what happened? No, no, he was there because that's where I met his yeah. buddy Steve. We were yeah. hanging out, having some drinks during the night fly thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's a good dude, man. I got talking to him for yeah. a while, uh, catching up, and his buddy yeah, Steve. Yeah, Mr. RC Heli Noob. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I saw uh, that guy Dan. Uh, that we ran into last time was funny because I didn't remember yes. his name right off the bat. You gotta f- me too. Guys, got to forgive me, man, because I meet yeah. so many people now. It's ridiculous. Uh, and I was like, hey, man, how's it going? And he was like, oh, you remembered my name. And I'm like, no, I called you man. <laughs> he was like, well, I'm Dan. And I was like, all right, close enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a good dude, too, man. I mean, dude, yeah. we saw we can down a list of people. We saw the, the, the normal crew, man. I saw Frank from New York and Kevin Dover and yeah. his buddies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep. you know, McClellan's were running it. I didn't see Ron Ricky. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in like a year. Yeah. Um, but did see, dude, just Puro Pete or Phil or what is it? Puro Pete? Pete Campbell, yeah. Pete Campbell, yeah. He was mm-hmm. there. Uh, man. He was there his wife. Just everybody. Bill. The whole crew was down there. Was it? Really good time, really good yeah. day. Yep. And I got down there Saturday. I know Steve, you were down there uh, late Friday, early Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, dude, I had some great flying, and I had a crash. I had a crash on the Glogo, which was um, yeah, gnarly crash, gnarly man. crash. But dude, it could have been so much worse. And you, I got to, yeah. I got to describe what happened to mm-hmm. for, for Andy's sake, and then describe the aftermath what i found when i got home um, yeah so andy i was just having it was flying really well i was having fun with it and flying around and doing my normal thing and i flipped it over uh inverted then pushed it out and i was tailed down and that's when everything just sh- shut off like i lost i had no control and the motor went to idle and it just wow went- so you lost power you think we looked at the log and it seemed like the receiver kind of rebooted Oh, yeah. Is what we thought happened. Mm-hmm. But it came straight down on the tail. Just straight down them scorpion tail. Tail slide. Yeah. Just right <laughs> into the ground. Yeah, like tail slide right into the ground. 
like full oh, force. I'm like, post. what happened? Why didn't you level it out at Auto End? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I, I had no control. Yeah, like, I tried. Yeah. yeah, you can't do anything when it happens. It's whatever yeah. it is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah, and then when we got closer, I could hear the motor running, so I just, you know, it was, in, it was idling, so I just shut it off. And then, yeah. uh, you know, we still, then the, the, the radio, we had control of the servos at that point. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, the tail was pushed into the two rollers where the, oh, the belt the belts feed into two rollers before it goes into the belt down to the to the tail. Your belt guides, yep. And dude, it was pushed in so bad it bent that it crushed those two rollers. And then on the other end, the tail end, it the tail pulley itself was pushed into the tail boom like at least an inch to where the tail boom was like just wrapped around the pulley. Damn, you hit hard. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like normally with scorpion tail, but this was like 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 an escorpion it was just weird like it just was even more Lucky hit perfectly square so yeah, like yeah it, he went it, it didn't bend it up so much as it just crumpled it, it yeah kind of jammed it wow yep wow and it, it was a hard hit dude when it went in i was like oh crap i was just like that was that was bad uh but yeah. luckily it really wasn't that bad man i bent the yeah. uh bent the boom obviously and uh the tail actually made out okay i i took the the tail, t- tail pulley out and apart, and the whole tail tail mm-hmm. shaft rolled it around, and it, it seems fine. So that actually made out all right. I got odds and ends, you know, of course that I got to order. Some some are in stock, some aren't in stock. Uh, I have an extra right. tail boom, which I guess they're having problems finding. I've I've been seeing a few posts on yeah. Facebook yeah. that tail booms are been out mm-hmm. of stock. So luckily I have that, but. Uh, yeah, dude, it was it was freaking crazy, man. And I was just, I had to pry the actual belt out, you know. And I want to go over that. I'm probably gonna. Order, I think I did order a belt, but I'm yeah, gonna check that belt. One. Anyways, yeah, uh, uh, that's just uh, nothing sucks worse than a crash like that where it, it's not your fault. Yeah, I mean, like no. if you dumb thumb something, it's like yeah, well, I dumb thumbed it. I was pushing or whatever. Yeah. My brain froze. But a mechanical or an electrical failure like that just that just sucks. Well, you know, my first thought was, yeah, this sucks. And then once I got thinking about it, you know, I was like, dude, if I was nose in, this could have been so much worse. Like I could have possibly had servos going and, you know, the motor I could have had problems with, battery yeah. issues, you know, I could have I could have seriously had a lot more problems. I yeah, mean, it's well, that's what I said. It, as lucky it, is. it didn't you know, go to full throttle or, you know, when yeah. it hit the ground yeah, or chicken dance, you know, chicken dance and just sit yeah. there freaking destroy itself. itself while you watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much yeah. you can do. So, yeah. Sound like you come out relatively in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is I, I plan on probably sending my oxy threes down to Florida. So I'll probably take the one. I have one last Neo on my 280, I think, or my, I don't know. One of them has the Neo on it. I'll probably pull that off of there and put it on, on the right. go. Once so I, get I mean, going. is 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 that kind of the the uh, definitive cause? You think is the Neo reset in flight, or you think something else? And the reset was due to that. Like, was the the reaction? It was weird because when when Devin was looking at your current log. It was like, oh, it looks fine. There's no RC pack loss. But I'm like, looking at the log, I was like, dude, this log's for 30 seconds. It rebooted, yeah. and then that's your new log. Right. Um, 
for wow. 30 seconds of well, like, I was hey, powered up. Walking over to while it. you're walking, yeah. exactly. So when we looked at the last log, you did get an RC pack you lost, and then you and then you hit, then you saw the um, aileron elevator serve out of range, and that's usually from an impact when the heli goes in. Mm. Yeah, so it definitely reset on you, and and I don't know if I mean potentially it could have been like you had one servo lead and you're drawing up but see you weren't doing anything like you were stick no, banging if you're stick exactly. banging and like the servos are working hard and i can see that it drew a lot of amps and you know that little but what, servo what, lead wasn't probably enough amps. log a low voltage before it actually possibly yeah yeah, if yeah that's right true yeah so i i don't uh, think it did that i think it just freaking packet loss and rebooted it's, i i don't know i'll put that receiver on a foamy and uh, I'll just take the one off the, the 255. Yeah. Try that. Yeah. So after that event, I went to fly the 690. And the last time I flew the 690 was when I was at our field and I was practicing mm-hmm. autos and I had touched the tail and it came loose on me or what I thought came loose. And I tightened the tail back up, the tail belt, you know, mm-hmm. went up and did my auto. And that was the last thing I did on it. So I went to fly 690 and I'm flying it. And it's flying okay. It's it's just doing weird things. Like it wasn't it wasn't as responsive as I as I remembered it. You know, and I hadn't flown in two weeks, so I was like, all right, maybe I just got to get used to this model. Yeah. So I'm doing stuff and pushing a little hard to do stuff. And then I'm hearing like a a sound like tires screeching in a cement garage. You know, and I'm like, uh-huh. and there was two different music uh speakers playing from two different sides of the field like so i i would i would stop and i would hover and i heard like and i'm like oh maybe that's that music over there so i go back (laughs) up and do some more things and then i'm hearing it again i'm like no way that's that's this freaking helicopter so i landed and i checked the tail and it was really loose and i'm like that's weird because i just tightened it up and uh so i went back to the table and i took it loosened it up and pulled it out and and you know tightened it back up and and then tighten the screws back up and then tried to spin the the main blades around, just free spin them. And it was really tight. And I'm like, that's freaking weird. That shouldn't, that should be a lot looser than that. So I loosened it back up to where it was skipping on, on both the, the main and the tail. And I'm like, well, that's good. The, t- the main's going around and the tail's going around. And I'm like, okay. The only other thing in the, in the, in the way on the belt is the belt guides that go into the tail. So I'm like, they must be, hosed up like something must have happened in there where i started either wearing out the belt guides themselves or god forbid now i'm wearing you know part of the frame away so i kind of uh was there with dave and we were going over it a little bit and you can't really see in there on the 690 you can't see what's going on so i was like i'll just leave it and you know i'll fly the the oxy 5 and the 550 and uh brought it home later you know, took it all apart, and sure as shit, man, I had about a quarter of each of those belt guides worn away. They're plastic. And I was like, well. Did, did we have that issue before when you first got to Heli? The very first flight, yeah. Yeah. That was where they, the, he had the metal ones on there, and the metal ones wore yeah, like away melted the frame. The plas- yeah, yeah, wore away the frame part, yeah. So I still have the metal ones, mm. but all of the bearings were shot, and I tried to yeah. get them, you know, in there and get them i got them placed i got i found i found enough bearings to make both sides and i wasn't happy with one of them but i said all right well let's just put them in there and then i was looking at the placement of the belt 
the on the gear itself and then those guides and it was a little higher and i'm like that's not right and i'm trying to shim it out and get it correct and that wasn't working and so finally i was like let me order the right ones because the metal ones the unless they're different bearings on the metal that come with the metal ones the bearings mm-hmm. themselves one side fits perfectly fine the other side sticks out like about an eighth of an inch so it's a little strange so i ordered the correct mm. ones the plastic ones and uh hopefully i, I get them this week because i want to have it back together to fly this weekend yeah at the mow down uh so i did a, like mm. a rush order on that and i ordered most of the parts for the Glogo, but that's not going to be ready because a i'm not gonna have time to do it and b i didn't they didn't have all the parts i needed yeah uh which is okay i mean i'll, I'll get that thing back the other i mean i'm just thank god it wasn't a lot worse but changed the the gov settings on the Oxy Five, dude, and I was flying that, and holy shit, dude, that thing is flying awesome, man. And the other story I had real quick was uh, I was talking to Mike D, and he had an issue with ZSC that I won't get into too much. But uh, this dude, I don't work for freaking Shannon. Only fine hellies. I know Andy, you you're um, a sponsor pilot or on the team, and. Um, I've I've only purchased stuff from him. I've had great experience with him. He's a good dude. He's actually emailed me about blades I ordered one time and was like, I don't have them, dude. I'm sorry. I don't know how they were uh, in stock and refunded me like the shipping cost that it that it, for the rest of the order that I had and all that stuff. Mike D told me he goes he Friday he basically bought an ESC at wrong settings on a Friday and went back to Shannon on only fine helis and ordered a, another one. And there, it's a one thirty. It's a expensive ESC hobby wing ESC. Yeah. two ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Shannon from only fine helis picks up the phone and calls Mike and says, what's going on, dude. Didn't you just order one of these? And so Mike was like, yeah, but I, I made a mistake. Um, I went, I went as per the directions. I thought it was right. And c- kind of damaged it, blew it up more or less. I was like, holy shit, you know, this guy freaking picks up the phone and calls Mike. Anybody else would have been like, just ship it, you know? Yeah. Amazing, dude. Amazing customer service. And I know he's had the same customer service from uh, BK, dude, BK Hobbies, uh, Mm because he's told me about Kyle uh, emailing him, you know, immediately about a problem and was like, we're just shipping you another one, you know, another server or whatever it is. And uh, that's my Mike D story, man. So, so you think the wrong wrong setting? I'm surprised you could even put a wrong setting that would blow it up. To be honest, uh, he thinks it was something with the timing. That's what uh, he thought he put in a wrong. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, he said that was the only thing he changed, and it started I mean, could it up just been it was... bad from the get go? Because I mean, yeah. even the timing, I don't might run a little hotter. Well, actually, I don't even think the ESC would get hotter. The motor would get hotter. Yeah. The timing was too advanced, but I don't think it would blow up the ESC. That sounds freaking crazy. No. It does, right? And Or the motor would do that. I want to like check that. with Hobby Wing about, yeah, getting a, a, a warranty on that or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what has been up with me and my crazy endeavor in the hobby. What have you been up to, Steve? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, so South Jersey, right? <clears throat> Went to that fun fly. Yeah, I got I left at like eleven o'clock on Friday night, so I didn't get down there until about twelve thirty. <laughs> but it was super fast driving down there. Like it was it took no time to get down there um because of the time I left, right? Uh let's see, I got a couple more flights in on a gasser, got that going on. 
probably about three or f- maybe like four or five tanks away from being done with that gallon. It's taking me a little while. Were you playing past the transmitter? I was. Uh, well, just Rob was flying it. He was flying it around a little for me, and I was like, okay, cool. Fly it as long as you want. <laughs> I got to <laughs> say, that thing, I mean, okay, so I'm on breaking oil, first gallon, stock needle settings, like the break-in needle settings. Right. And at like eight and a half, nine minutes, I'm half half a tank on that thing. Jeez. So am I estimating, am I safe to say I'm estimating around, obviously I'm just hovering and sport flying, so I'm not really loading up the motor or anything, but like if I continue flying like this, am I safe to assume that I'll get about 19, 20 minute flights? I wouldn't think so. What size is the tank? No idea. <laughs> How many tanks are you, you think you're going to get out of a gallon? How many flights? I mean, I got five and I'm about half gallon, I think. Maybe okay, a little so bit it's, less than that. It's a, I was thinking it was a little bit smaller tank than the Whiplash because I only get eight out of a gallon. Okay. Uh, I, you'll get 10 minutes. Yeah. To a 3D. Yeah. Well, I mean, doing 3D, but like sport flying the way I'm flying right now, just upright and figure eights and forwards, backwards, small hurricanes, small funnels. Like not loading 15. it. 15. Okay. Right now, I'm estimating about 18 minute flights, which is insane. Um, and just too much, just too long. I, after five minutes, I'm like, who wants to fly this? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, that's my point. Are you going to do that once it's tuned and everything, or are you yeah, going mean, to fly 3D? Well, I'm going to fly 3D, but I'm also going to like go back to my air quote, my orientation training and try to do those, uh, those circuits and all eights. So, so yeah, I mean, some of it will be this, this easy flying. Some of it will be a little bit harder 3D, and I'll try to push it a little. But yeah. you know, it's also like I'm going to try to learn collective management, so I'm not going to really push. I'm going to guess you'll get much 10 to 12 minutes comfortably. Yeah. I mean, you could probably stretch it to 15, 16, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and granted, just, I am that's running. That's my wild-ass guess. I have no um, idea. Yeah. I am running 1,700 on the head, which is low. Right. So. Um, I did. I was having some issues. The clunk fell off. <laughs> the clunk fell Uh-oh. off the thing. Oh, so, right. did you not put a, a zip tie or something around it? No, I didn't. I didn't know you're supposed to. It didn't say in instructions to put any type of zip tie. Um, what I ended up doing was, you know, I didn't unscrew the uh, that the nipple thing, but I was able to like take the. There's like a, you know, it's like an airplane fuel tank, right? So they could take like that, that like, uh, cork stop kind of deal, right? The thing right. where you screw yeah. in. It's, uh-huh. That big hole. I took that off, and I basically took needle nose pliers, pulled the clunk out, and I I doubled up the um the little yeah. end like I yeah. normally do with my nitro. Something. Yeah. yeah, something just add a little you know tightness to it. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm I'm like trying to fish it back on the, the nipple on the inside, and <laughs> Mike's like, "Good luck with that." <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, give me a second. Yeah, yep, there we go, all done." <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so. So I got that fixed, and then I was still having issues, like staying, like as soon as I go positive, it just like bog, like you know, like I'm spooling up, it'll spool, 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 and then I'll get to like mistake, and I just bah. and I'm like, what the hell's going on? And Rob's like, oh, when a gasser does that, you're lean. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you're lean on the low. I was like, okay. He went up there and richened it up a little, and it was fine. What I don't understand is I left the needles to the the stock settings that Hansen recommended. 
So I don't know how it, like, as I'm breaking in, it got leaner. I just, I don't know. It didn't really make sense to me. But we richened it up, and, and then from then on, it just it, it purred. That mm-hmm. engine sounded so solid. Nice. It had, like, the same, like, tone throughout the flight. Like, it was very consistent. Um, so I was pretty happy about that. So it looks like it's flying well, and uh, I'm hoping uh, I'll be able to get that thing kind of broken in, uh, at least off of that break-in gallon before this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Black Nitro, I flew that a couple of times, and that flew great. Uh, the rebuild holding up very well on the motor, so it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's definitely great to see all the common folks that we always see at the Fun Flies. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Uh, let's see. I got a ride in that PT-17 Steerman finally. Yes. I think we've been going there for, what, like three, four years at least, right? Since we've been in a hobby. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, it's always been like, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe we'll go up. Maybe he'll, go, you know, fly. Maybe we'll fly. And never. It's never gone up. I've never seen that thing move. Yeah, because he kind of said it. A lot of times he's like, it's a little windy, you know, it, it doesn't yeah. handle the wind too well, but it was dead calm. Yeah, there was like the ground is too wet and stuff. Was, you know, yeah. we've yeah. had rainy kind of days before there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to say, you know, he was up and he took a couple of folks for a flight and I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. So, um, so we went up. It's cool, man. It's cool as hell, man. That plane is freaking old as fuck. <laughs> I think it's like 1940-something, <laughs> right? It's old. Yeah. Yep. 43 yep you know <laughs> you know and you know rick's awesome but rick is fucking old too <laughs> like you know like so it's just like oh man i mean uh, uh, you know should, should i do this should i not i'm like but i'm thinking like okay he's done a couple of successful flights and everything's been good and everything's checks out and you know he, everything looks fine with the plane and i'm like oh man you know he's getting older and older and that plane's getting older and older it's like you know, now's the time. If if he's he's comfortable enough and he feels confident to fly it, I, I want to go up. Uh, so we did. Uh, you know, thing um was great. It was it was really smooth. Like takeoff, but it's a tail dragger. Like mm-hmm. I barely noticed a rear reel coming off the ground. I was just like, okay, I feel a little, you know, pitch forward a little. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh yeah, we're off the ground already. Nice, yeah. very smooth. Uh, very. You like you know stable flight. Um, once we got up there, though, we we did hit a little bit of turbulence, and you kind of get like that, like oop, a dip here, a dip there, a little, and nothing crazy though. But it did seem like he, it's funny because I, you know he has a yoke, he has a yoke. You know he's he's flying behind me. He sits behind me and flies right. Right. So the right. the passenger sits up front, and so I could see you know his foot's moving in the rudder, and I could see his the yoke moving as he's making corrections, and that thing barely moved. Like we'll be we'll bank over and turn and and like it's barely moving at all. Like I'm talking about like maybe a centimeter or two. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very very like I guess uh, sensitive controls or maybe just you know I don't know. But it was just it didn't look like he was doing much. Um, got to see like you can see Philly, uh, Philadelphia, you know, over yeah. the horizon there. You can see um, uh, what's the Air Force Base down there? Andrews Air Force? Fort Dix? The, it's no. all combined oh. now. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's called, it used to be called, uh, it was called Fort Dix back in the day, and yeah, and Andrews, but now it's like uh, M- MDL, I think. It's yeah, like, something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so you could see that on the, like the right side, the left side. You saw Philly, and he went around. You saw the field and everything. I got. I gotta say, the one of the best parts is is that um, I guess there's a local airfield by there, like a airport. Not not a small airport, but more of a commercial airport. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you know you on the radio was tuned into that airport, so like they were talking all sorts of shit on the radio. Was, this one pilot was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go back around. I'm gonna go back around," and then it's like. And then he goes on the radio. He's like, "Man, this guy doesn't like me. I need to land. What am I? What does he think? I'm screwing his wife or something?" <laughs> like, oh, I'm just geez. like, "What the fuck <laughs> oh, are they wow. talking about on the radio?" It's it's just hilarious. But um, we went around and we we're coming in for a landing, and he has to like basically because he's sitting behind, he can't see the runway, so he basically comes in at a forty five degree angle. And then once he lines up on the runway, then he makes his final approach where he like trains out the plane and lands. And and I did have a little bumpy of a landing, you know. I think it like it like bumped one le- one one wheel and another wheel. Yeah, you had the. Yeah. I'd probably say the bumpiest one I saw all day was when you yeah. guys came in. Yeah, was yeah. Was it doing that to see the runway or just to to lose altitude because that's a slip, you know? Yeah, a no, lot of I think it might have been. Do that. It might have been both. Well, just, he was definitely crabbing to see past the because the nose is so high and that he, he you can't mm-hmm. see directly over the engine and yeah. the nose and all the that. Radio so engine, yep. Mm-hmm. He's definitely doing that to see the runway. Yeah, yeah, and and it could have been he was doing it, but I think, uh, yeah, I think maybe he might have been he was doing it a, a little bit too much, like you're saying, slip, um, because when he strained out, it just kind of like felt like he stalled, <laughs> like, like just like one wheel, like one wing start kind of drop first and then the other like bounce and the other one dropped. So I was like, Oh, okay. But I'm on the ground. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what was it like being in an o- open cockpit? Cause I've flown in a few little planes, but never mm-hmm. an open cockpit like that. So you have a little windshield and you know, it's loud up there, but you have the headphones on. And like, I had like this little, you know, war word. <laughs> one looking hat <laughs> um it's loud like you hear the wind noise a lot um but it's not too bad because you have a little windshield and so i don't feel i didn't feel like a lot of wind buffering in my face you know yeah yeah so it was pretty cool um it was pretty peaceful though like besides a little bit of turbulence it was very like calm and mm-hmm. you know he wasn't flying it didn't seem like he was flying fast um uh, but yeah yeah i took a bunch of video clips so i i am gonna make a video of the flight. Oh, nice. And, and also have a video of the, the takeoff and landing. So I could add that, uh, those clips to it too. So, so it should be cool. I'll get that posted up, uh, soon, probably by this weekend, I'd say. Cool. But yeah, I gotta say, I want it. I, this was like, you know, bucket list type of deal. And I'm, I'm really happy that I got a chance to do this. It was cool. So, yeah, if I had more time, I would have done it. Like, yeah, yeah, stick yeah. Around. So, dude, I got to say real quick before we change the subject, uh, I saw uh, Mike Welch and hung out with him for a while. I'm glad to catch up with him. I haven't seen him in a while because I didn't mm-hmm. go up to Rochester and, and stuff like that. Um, didn't want to leave him out. Uh, yep. Always good to see him. And he come he comes all the way down from, is he in Massachusetts? Yeah, he's in Worcester. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I, mean, it's a bit, I mean, it's north of where the field is, but yeah. It's like five hours towing that big camper. I think it's longer than that. Is it? I think it's like six or seven hours for him to drive down there. Oh, maybe it was six. Yeah. But good to see him. Yeah. I mean, he's used to it. He just had a crazy trip too, right? Yeah. Yeah, out to Yellowstone. 
He's yeah, 6,000 miles, I think he told me. Oh, damn. Yeah. And he had your old Augusta scale oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, that thing was flying so nice, man. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad it went to him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. He was like, it's a shame there's guys flying on either side of me because when they weren't, he was like, it was so nice to get, you know, a nice scale, like, drive down the down the runway and then turn around and... Mm-hmm. He flies it really good too, man. Yeah, he's and that thing it. just it's that thing out. spins forever. It's great. It's yeah. such a yeah. It's funny because he looked it up on um, it was on like Heli Freak or something for sale or RC groups, okay. and it's funny because the original guy who was selling it wanted fifteen hundred for it. Really? Yeah, Jeez. and then it's funny because you know, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll see what I paid for. I don't care. You know, it's like. I paid like five hundred for it, so I paid a third of what he wanted. Yeah, and then Mike paid like basically the same. Like he basically paid five hundred for it, but he he got it with a Neo, you know. So he even he got it for even a, a great deal beyond my great deal, you know. So yeah, it's no, that's freaking awesome deal. All, and, all and he's really with a Neo. Yeah, yeah, with batteries and everything. I mean, the crap, the batteries are crap, but you know, but yeah. it was all running and. And it was basically uh, ready to fly with his V-Control. So, um, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad he got it because he's he's really enjoying it, you know? Yeah, and it looks great flying, man. And he flies it really casual, scale, you know? Yeah. He really yeah. does a good job flying it. Plays it's cool part, to yeah. see, you know? When, when you get all that crazy shit, it's cool to see that mm-hmm. come out and, you know, rise up and take off. And it's, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, the retracts. The retracts is the best part. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, really cool. cool. And awesome. dude, Mike D was there, and uh, I mm-hmm. hung out with him for a long time. Yeah, uh, just you know, shooting the shit and hanging, having a good time with him. Dude, his flying has gotten so much better. Like he's dude, almost, that's all he's been doing. Yeah, he's almost yeah. doing uh, backwards flying now, and uh, you know he's getting he's doing more of it, more and more of it. But yeah, he was telling me he goes uh, the last couple times you've seen me, I've had like maybe one airplane. He goes, I'm just having yeah. so much fun with the helicopters right now. And I'm like, that's awesome, man. Love it. Yeah, I'd love man. to hear that after I know the guys put in that 500 Goblin at least twice, had to re-kit it at least twice, and like back-to-back weekends, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or, or close to it, man. It's so good to hear, man, you know? Yeah. Uh, the show with no name. We don't really have a topic for this episode. I think uh, we kind of... Got all got busy with life and was like, oh, crap, what are we going to talk about today? So I think we're going to probably keep this episode kind of short. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't even know if I was going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's just crazy. If the whole fires are in. I just, oh, man. I, I mean, it's, it's so lucky the winds didn't change because it could have been just that much different. Like, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So then. <laughs> Then I would have had to call you from sitting in my truck with my phone because yeah. I wouldn't have a computer or a microphone. Wow. Or a helicopter. Well, all that stuff's in your camper, right? <laughs> yeah, parked right beside the house. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shit. Kelly, you going to ask something? So, no, I was going to say uh, part of a topic that I have is uh, during oh, yeah. the last couple weeks, uh, I got a chance to listen to a few podcasts uh one was the uh telerotor podcast episode 21 about gnats and urcha and 
those guys, I got to say, you know, they they gave Shaggy some volumes and he's been calming down and the microphones have gotten better. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're actually doing a really good job, man. And, and mm-hmm. Andy's right. The, the new guy there is uh, bringing a little bit of a different element. And it's been a good show, man. And I'm not saying it wasn't good before, but they're, they've been improving their setup. And, you know, uh, it's cool. I'm glad they're still doing it. Yeah. Nice, Kevin. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> and I and I also listen to I don't know if you guys listen to RC Noob podcast. I think he's mainly ground stuff. But for a guy that does the show by himself, it's a pretty good show, you know. And mm-hmm. he talked about a few things that I'm kind of familiar with the the one um, the one model the the Gen's eight uh, that that I think flight tested a oh, review on like six months ago. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, aside from, you know, the normal stuff I listen to, which is, uh, you know, the round table and a couple other political stuff that I really haven't listened to much lately because I was tired of being mad at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So mm. I've been listening to that kind of stuff and, uh, just wanted to bring it up because it, it, uh, you know, it sound starting to sound, I don't want to say starting to sound better. <laughs> But uh, tell us how you really feel. But no, it's, <laughs> it sounded good, you know, and uh, it's good content. Yeah. No, no, I do agree. It definitely does sound way better. I like um, Rich on the show. It's Rich, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like Rich on the show. I think um, I think it's he, you know it's nice to have him on it too. Um, not sure what's going on with Apollo. I feel like he's just kind of been in and out of it now. Like I don't know if it's internet. Uh, stuff or... Yeah. Well, I think he had. Microphone issues or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, hopefully, we'll get all that. He got that though. damn one wheel, and you can't keep him off it long enough to record a stupid <laughs> show. I think. So. I know that's all your fault, man. <laughs> I know. I know. They should do a show from the one wheels. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, falling and everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Their shows uh, definitely, definitely sounding better. You know. Um, so it's cool, dude. And one of the other things I I happen to write down real quick. Because sometimes I'll, I'll keep some notes on my phone is, uh, you know, a lot of times we talk about the new people we're meeting the hobby and it was it was great to catch up with guys like Jason, Steve, Mike Welch, uh, guys I haven't seen, guys that we know and we know listen to the show and we, and we thank them for listening to the show and just it's good to catch up with those guys and, you know, uh, just wanted to mention them. You know, because we meet somebody new and we're like, oh, I met this guy, you know, but we sometimes forget that uh about the guys we know that are always out there listening so i just want to say thanks awesome yeah thanks everyone okay shall we move it on to news and announcements oh geez already all right news and announcements. do you have things to talk about no okay then yeah i think we should keep this episode short we're gonna be going to another fun fly this weekend so maybe we'll do like a recap and i think we have a couple of um build not build um Review episodes coming up soon. Yes. Uh, I'm dying to do one on the Oxy-5. I know you want to do one on the Oxy-5. There's one Andy's going to do on the um, the, the XL Power 700 Spectre. And we're actually going to have Rybert on the show to do one about the 696. So, oh, awesome. Yeah. That'll nice. be a good show. Yeah. So it'll be cool. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have those guys next soon. Rebert? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rybert, Rebert. <laughs> Every time I hear Rebert, I think about a frog. I know. That's the whole point. Is every, that? Okay. Every time I hear Rebert, I think about Bill screwing his name up. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> oh, I got in Bill's face this weekend, too. 
Tell him to give me his lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> Did you give him a swirly? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, lo- I love Bill. Bill's a good dude, man. I actually I took a selfie with him, and I was like, okay, i gotta got to post this. Then I looked at it, and I was like, no, i got to delete this. Sorry, Bill. Well, you, <laughs> you did that whole subscribe to Bill and thing. Oh, I did do that. Yes. Oh, yeah. you weren't supposed to say anything. What do you mean? I was supposed to say something. The video's already out. All right. Did Andy see it? He said he hasn't uh, been online. I, haven't oh, seen it. I really online. haven't seen anything. My yeah. take on Bill is I feel sorry for picking on him, and I was like, poor Bill. And then as soon as I see him in person, he does that, hello, Andy thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck you, Bill. <laughs> you deserve all the, yes. the shit you get. Oh, <laughs> but I really do love him. How y'all doing? But he kind of deserves it. Yeah, he'll do that. How y'all doing? <laughs> like, shut up, Bill. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Bill. That was funny the first two times you did it. The second, you know. The 50 mm-hmm. times after that, it's gotten old. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Okay, so let's go to news and announcements. What do we got? News and announcements. Well, we got Saturday, October 12th, mm-hmm, uh, Heli mm-hmm. Fun Fly at Croton on the Hudson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For our buddy Devin McClellan, we're going to celebrate his 18th birthday. Yeah, oh, wow. so he can legally vote, and that's about it. Mm. And drive I thought he was already was. eighteen. No, nah. nope, he's still in high school, man. He's a youngin. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. on the five-year plan. Um, that'll be at Crouton on the Hudson. Crouton? No, it's it's Croton. I don't know. Go over to Tappan yeah, Bridge. Go over to Tappan Bridge and make a left, or mm. the uh, the Cuomo Bridge and make a left. Oh, did they change the name of that? Yeah, and the idiot screwed up and didn't put his middle initial, so they had to change all the signs again and spend tax, oh, yeah, yeah. taxpayer dollars doing that. Yeah, definitely check it out. Um, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. Oh, but no? if you're yeah, if you're in the area, definitely go and and celebrate Devin's birthday. Um, yeah, 18th, 18th, 18th is a pretty big one, I would say. Like you know, it's not yeah. as big as twenty one or thirty or forty, but you know, it's it's so. It's still pretty momentous, you know. At least in the government's eye, you can now You're officially you know, go to jail. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, that's debatable. You know. Steve, at least in the government's eyes, you can officially go to jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, what else does it get you? You can buy cigarettes. You can you vote. Know, you can vote, right? Uh, yeah. I don't yeah, even yeah. think you can buy cigarettes. You can leave can home and live on your own. Oh, that's true. That was the big milestone. Not saying you should, but. No, yeah. but that was the big thing everybody's dad threatened them with. 18, yeah. you're moving out. You're out of here. Are you paying rent? Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. I, I paid rent for like two months. You're like, damn it, if I'm paying rent, I might as well get a better place. <laughs> no, then I was in the army. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to pay rent. I didn't have to pay yeah. rent. Nope. But um, no, I can't make it. I, October 12th is my wife's birthday, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. So yeah, what do you got plans set for 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 my wife? She's like, you know what I like, and I'm like, oh yes, baby, I know. So and I think I'm on. Should have said what you like going to a fun fly. <laughs> yeah, for your birthday. I know oh, exactly what you like. For, she'll kill me, <laughs> dude. You should have packed all your stuff up, put her in the passenger seat, and said, "We're taking you somewhere special for your birthday." Yeah, I, I know what <laughs> you like. <laughs> you like the fun fly. 
<laughs> the the only fun fly she'll tolerate is the uh, the Rochester one. Yeah, she likes that one. Yeah, I think it's because of the fireworks and it's a little bit more family friendly and and because it's also smaller. It's not like you know. Yeah. Um, she has to go far or anything, you know, like to find me. <laughs> so. Cool. All right. What else do we have here? Oh yeah, another fun fly. Yeah, the weekend after that. No, two mm. weeks after that? Two weeks, yeah. The Heli Harvest in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that's uh, October 26th. Um, it's like a one-day fun fly, but it should be pretty fun. I think, uh, I, know, I know Lewandowski's been pushing this one. I might try and make it to this one, even though it's going to be, I, I just, I, I don't like driving. I don't like that. I gotta, I'm got. i going to have to take, like, what, go up to Rockland and cut across? The Tappans, yeah, I can't yeah, do 95. Yeah, through Westchester and 91, yeah, I can't do. I, 95 I mean, is the worst yeah. road to man up that way. It depends. I mean, so I want to go to this one. Um, if you want, we can, you know, just kind of go together so you don't have to, like, to take two different cars. But if we leave early in the morning, it's, you know, because it, it is going to be, like, what, I don't know how long this drive is, but it's going to be probably at least a two, three-hour drive. Yeah, probably two, two and a half. So, I mean, if we leave at like seven in the morning, I think it won't be that bad. You know, to go through, um, to go through like George Washington Bridge to Cross Bronx and, and up that way. So, Salt Mill Park. Are up. you planning on staying over Saturday night or are you coming back Saturday? Um, probably just come back, do a day trip, I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what, what I have, uh, available to me as far as, uh, you know, what the wife's plans mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Yeah, it says enjoy yeah. a, a relaxing, fun day of helicopter flying at the NCRCC Club Field. Mm-hmm. Helicopters only, club food for sale, 50-50, no rain date, dry camping. Uh, contact Mike Lewandowski for camping arrangements. It's, like we said, Saturday, October 26th, 2018. <laughs> Well, that must be a typo. <laughs> <That's> like 2018. <laughs> it's a typo on their website. Um, uh, yeah, 8 a.m. to midnight. Uh, it's the North Connecticut Radio Control Club. It's at 200 mm-hmm. Green Road in Ellington, Connecticut. Yeah. I think this is, is kind of local to Drew and um, Derek. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely try to make this one. So yeah, let's let's try to caravan or carpool together. I think we can. Yeah, we can just take one car. It's not worth bring a few driving battery things. You know, I don't, I don't even know if I'll have the nitro ready, but we'll see. Bring a few. Just the I would think you'd have the nitro ready by then. Yeah, hopefully, no? if the parts, if I can get my hands on the parts, yeah. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's do that. Um, twenty dollars yeah, pilot so fee. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll see you there. Hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. What else we got here? Uh, I want to mention the Helix Travaganza. So yeah. if you're in the South and can't go to Devin's party, you can go to the Triple Tree Aerodrome for the Helix Travaganza. And that is October 9th through the 13th nice. in Woodruff, South Carolina. Uh, registration is open triple tree aerodrome.com really nice facilities really a great event mm-hmm. uh, all the a lot of the my 
uh, I guess I would say usual faces will be there. A lot of the RCHO boys, the hooligans, all the people from around here try to go. All the cool Check kids. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. The cool kids. <laughs> Which I probably won't be there, so it'll definitely be the cool kids. Uh, I won't be pulling the cool factor down or anything. Right on, check, right on. Check that out. They're going to do uh, a... So, you guys know Ray... Random Ray that makes the skid clamps? Random Haley skid clamps? Mm-hmm, yeah. He made up some skis. Yes, I saw to that. To go on your heli, and they're going to do sliding auto contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the uh, Telerotor guys were talking about, I think. Yeah, that's going to be fun as hell. I wish I could go and participate. And if you're really ballsy, you could slide one across the pond. There's a pond you could fly over down there. Dude, I was <laughs> doing sliding ballsy. autos with the Oxy 3 years ago. I would have won that contest. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's upright, right? As long as it's still sliding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't that consider rolling? Yeah, auto? sliding, rolling like, auto. Yeah, yeah, it slides to a roll. Tumble. It's still autoing. <laughs> it's still automatic. Still moving. Yeah. Um. The first time I was going to say the first time I met Frank was with the, at the very first Freefall RC Fun Fly. I think he came down for that, and uh, dude, he was tearing it up with hurricanes and stuff like that. And I flew that Oxy three, and I came down, and he was standing next to me, and I did a um, I did an auto where like halfway down it was sliding, it was about twenty thirty feet, it was sliding, and then it turned sideways and it rolled for another fifteen feet. <laughs> and he looked at me, he was like, "That was freaking awesome." <laughs> <laughs> I just got a barreling head of speed up. Uh huh. Then did that. It was great. Yeah, I wish I could. Uh... I don't know. I might be in between and be able to sneak down there for a day or two. That'd be cool. The yeah. weather's been so dry. We'll see. It's only about two and a half, three hours from me. So it's not that far. I could actually do a day trip if I had to. We'll nice. see. Yeah. But check that out if you're in the area. Definitely. Cool. I want to try to make it down to one of these days. At least at that field, the triple tree or no. Just to see it, yeah. right? Yeah, cool check it out. Yeah. All right. Any other news and announcements? Not that I saw. I don't guess. Like I oh. said, I've been slacking this week because I hadn't been online. Yeah, me too. I've, I've been I've been barely online. I just I don't know. I'm I'm transitioning to that new uh, role that I'm going to be working at. Yeah. So it's like just been busy. Dude, don't mention transitioning because Wesley Pennypacker will start searching the internet for pictures. I almost made a joke about that. I was like, oh, transitioning, huh? Cool. Uh, How brave of you. How brave of you. Guys, you guys. Yes, yes, sure. Okay. Um, So, yeah, whatever. Y'all could talk. I'm making more money. Go, fuck y'all. No. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, let's see. And the transition just went from evil guy to asshole. That's probably all those hormones. I've been an asshole from day one. (laughs) See, Kevin, what all those hormones will do to you once you're preparing for the raging, going through menopause now. Yeah. Oh, look at what we got here, little druids. We have. (laughs) (laughs) We we have the Planker Show. News report, field report, whatever it is. 
thing is. The Planker thing. We have an episode. Let's play it. Yeah, we haven't heard this in a we haven't heard from uh, Mike in a long time. So let's yeah. see what we got. Okay. Holy shit, it's the end of September? How long have I been asleep? <laughs> well, hey there, free fall, everyone. Uh, it's the planker, and no, I'm not dead. Just <laughs> nearly dead. We're back, um, and we'll be at a podcast, or actually a free fall podcast near you soon. Hang in there. Andy, Mike D. Sorry to bother you, man. Listen, I started up the per- Planker production again today, but I can't remember those other two guys' names. It was you, and it was that crazy guy, and the drunk guy, but I don't remember their names. Give me a call, dude. Andy, Mike D. again. Hey, man, um, one of those other freefall guys, the, the funny-looking one, told me I should do a simulator. So I got this thing. I got it turned on, and... I, I can't under, I can't figure out how to take the girl's clothes off on this thing. Can you call me? Thanks, man. Hey, <laughs> Mike D again. Dude, I was out for so long I forgot so many things. So I'm I'm in the bathroom and I don't understand. Does, does all the pee have to go in that round bucket or just some of it? Also, what? Uh, the, the, the roll of paper on the wall. Are you supposed to use that before or after? I don't understand. <laughs> Andy, Mike D, last time, I'm sorry. I think I figured it out. I, what? The funny-looking guy on the frifful thing said to get the simulator, but I actually bought a stimulator. So get my other call. I, I, I figured it out. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Jeez. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Damn, he called you crazy, Kev. No, he called me drunk. He called you crazy. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm the crazy one? Yeah. I don't uh, know which one of us is funny looking, but... Yeah, I think both probably, of us. Yeah. I think all of us can. Yeah, I think all of us. Oh, my God, dude. All I, right. I had, I'm just glad he's feeling better. Yes. I had Planker flashbacks, dude. <laughs> For the one he sent, I don't even know what episode it was, but when he's, he's making the phone call and he's like, wait, somebody's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, he's awesome. the best. He is, dude. Yeah, Mike oh, is my the god. Man. I'm glad he's doing uh, a few planker stuff, man. I know life gets yeah. in the way and it gets busy, but uh, I know everybody really enjoys it. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Kind of like sex. Everybody really enjoys those two to seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> 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 All right, don't leave me hanging, Steve. Oh, no, I'm sorry. All right, so what's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Andy? Absolutely nothing but work. Oh, jeez. I know. That sucks. I'm really boring here the last few weeks. Can't you just order It'll be something? over soon. Do you need anything? Can I send you something? What do you need? <laughs> I don't know. I'll send you a send battery or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll 
I mean, I'll probably figure out something to piddle with to talk about next week. I'll still try to get out and fly a little or something. Yeah. Well, at least uh, this week you remembered that you actually got out and flew. Yeah, that's true. Did so good. see? Yeah. Next week I might actually wrench on something or do something. Shit. I might write a review if I really get ballsy. We'll see. Nice. Cool. <laughs> All right. What about I know what you guys are doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Going I'm to going, a little fun fly. Going to the mow down. It's going to be a little bit different this year for me, though. Why it's is not that? Because so, usually I'd like leave Thursday night and I get there and I'm uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This time it's like I'm going to basically drive down Friday night. Spend was, Saturday and then Sunday morning just, you know, head out first thing in the morning. So I was going to say you're going to be sober. No, no, no. What fun is that? (laughs) Dude, this is what I was going through my head up leading up to the show. I'm like, well, if I don't get the 690, I can go down there with my 550 and my Oxy 5 and compensate with vodka (laughs) and just start drinking earlier. Just do that. So I might just do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't bring any vodka. I got vodka for you. So bring my shaker and my spirits. Yeah. I'll Just bring your drinks. shaker, your ice, your tonic, and lime juice. Well, if I'm bringing the shaker, dude, I'm going to be bringing like, stuff to mix with. Be making mar- mar- margaritas, martinis, all sorts of stuff. Okay. If you like. Yeah. That might get out of control, though. I don't know. Might. <laughs> the only time it gets out of control is when Bill sees me sitting there and is like, Oh, are you tired, Kevin? And I'm like, don't poke the bear, Bill. And then he starts <laughs> in, and I'm like, all right, now I'm awake. You had to go poking the bear. <laughs> so, Steve, what do you got written here? Getting ready for the mowdown? Yeah, I'm going to get ready for the mowdown. Like I said earlier, I'm going to try to break in that uh, that gasser before, like at least go through the uh, the rest of that gallon so I could fill it up with uh, a fresh gallon of camper fuel and and uh, the synthetic oil I got from um, from Carrie, so I have that like ready to go, and you know, hopefully I could. I don't know. I don't know how to tune a gas motor, so I'm gonna see like if Raja's there or you know the Kyle Darby Snyder maybe or Darby, yeah, and see if any one of those folks can help me get that tuned up a little. I'm sure and Raja will be there. Yeah, I think I believe he'll be down there. So I'd be surprised so, if he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I'll get that. So I'm thinking if I could do like a flight or two a day, you know, and I have about four or five tanks left in that that gallon, I should be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Where are you gonna fly it at? Oh, I didn't tell you. I'm working from home this whole week, so. Um, so I'll like your backyard? Yeah. yeah sounds probably like it. probably that little parked up the street that I go to. Oh okay. Yeah, because I'm just gonna sport fly it and hover it and stuff. So. You yeah, know, that's cool. Take it easy for the for the next four or five flights. So that'll probably be like. I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of flight. That's you really all, all you can do there is sport flight because, geez, I remember flying the Oxy-3 in there and thinking it was a little tight. But we didn't know um, what we were doing back then either. True. Yeah, I mean, even now, I mean, I, <laughs> that makes you know, a difference. even now, like, I'll fly to 500 there and be like, ooh. Uh, yeah. I, was, I felt like I'm getting close to that, that light pole right there, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but it, it's fine for, for, like, you know, 
but it's smooth stuff, right? You know, just a nice and slow and smooth flying. So. The smooth jazz. Yeah. So hopefully I'll get that going. But like I said, I just want to get that braking fuel out of that, that, you know, gallon jug I have. So that way I could just put nice, you know, new fuel in there and, and uh, synthetic oil. Yeah. And that's about it, really. Cool. Okay. Thank you, Andy. All right. So let's wrap it up. All right. Wrap it up. Okay. So Facebook likes. We are at 932. No, sorry. 939 likes. And that's plus two. Okay. Yeah. We have Jimmy Tate. Bill Scott. All right. Thanks, guys. Wait a minute. Didn't Bill Scott like us last week? I don't know. Possibly. I think so. Sorry. It's okay, though. We cool, like cool, you, Bill. Cool. All right, Facebook comments. What do we got? Well, dude, I completely forgot. <laughs> See how bad my memory is about my post that I was working on something. And guess what it is? And I posted some pictures. And <laughs> it. You just oh, yeah. left everyone hanging. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. People, people. Uh, I, I, I told people what it was last weekend, and I really haven't printed out anything more because I've been working on a, a Halloween thing and uh, a couple other things. But it is the R2-D2 that I was printing. And mm-hmm. uh, got some interesting... Did I read these comments? I don't even think I read them. Did no. I? No. We got some interesting I ones. need to read some of these. Uh, my mother said, I have no idea. I posted three pictures of me building the leg and saying, can anyone guess what it is? Cam Taylor said, a Fender 3D caster. That is interesting because I was also thinking about printing out a guitar, but I'm... I have no uh, expectations of what it's going to sound like because without wood and, you know, things being tight, I don't know how you could have any good sound out of a guitar. Uh, it would have to be 100% like solid thick plastic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 20% infill is just not going to cut it. No, no. Uh, Mike D said it's a new attachment for your Thrustmaster. James Cadiz said it's a mold for a nutcracker. Mark Ritchie said it's a work of art. Uh, Andy Ross said, I have a question. Do you know what you're doing? Uh, no. Sloan Richard said R2-D2 or one of the drones from the movie Oblivion or one of the weapons. What could it be? Uh, Blair Hammond hit it right on the freaking nose. R2-D2 left leg. Uh, that was four days ago, though, so you might have listened to the show. Uh, Mike D said, is it used before or after you visit the toilet? He's all about the <laughs> toilet this week, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff Paris said, I know what it is. Uh, Sherman Martin said, it looks like a giant squid arm. <laughs> uh, Craig Murray said, some sort of hovercraft. Colin RC said, I'm going to say toilet flange too. <laughs> Chris Bream says, looks like a toilet bowl adapter. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Mike D said, you put it under the car to prevent it from rolling into the street. Or it stores Kevin's nail polish. Or it keeps Kevin's makeup from mixing together while in his purse. Or it's a Mm -hmm. giant lollipop mold. A dildo mold. Or maybe it's just a dildo. Thanks, Mike. My mother's on this post. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And Bill Ann said R2-D2. And Blair Hammond said, that's what I reckon. And Bill Franklin said R2-D2. So thanks, guys. Uh, what else do we got uh, on our last episode end of summer? Robert Monty said 
contest judging at small contests. Yes, the pilots judge each other. Not enough people for dedicated judges. Uh, for <clears throat> for my contest and other small contests I've been to, typically the judging sheets are picked up after every pilot or after every class. The con- contestants will not see the scores until the contest is complete. This way, judges have less of a chance of influencing, influencing judging for a friend. And also, he gives a quick tutorial for the judges, contestants, and calibration flights as well. Lastly, we are judging the pilot against the maneuver, not against other pilots. Oh, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone replied from us and said, thanks for the extra context. We should have you on the show soon. Yeah, that was me. He said he'd be happy. And then Wesley D. Pennypacker, in typical form, said... Until I see a picture of Andy, I'm going to assume this is what he looks like. Hey, now. And it's an old dude in uh, farmer pants. What did he call those? Overalls? Overalls. With a long beard giving the finger. Yep. And Andy Andy answered, ha ha, that's Popcorn Sutton. He's from my hometown. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Truly a legend in his own mind. Absolutely. No shit. And then Wesley said... Uh, Andy, people think you're wise unless you're old and talk slow. Kevin proves that's not true. <laughs> I said every day. <laughs> yep, so thanks. Popcorn Sutton. Popcorn Sutton. Does he own He's a still? A, yeah. Yes. Can you talk about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. He, I, what I said is true. He really is a, was a, le- He's he killed himself a few years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. He went around he's like he was on moonshiners and stuff and in according to him like this legendary moonshine maker kind of guy but just a complete joke from anybody up there made I the think, worst moonshine ever old car radiators poison people Ugh. just a complete just a blabber mouth basically oh, doesn't know anything but like i said a legend in his own mind and a joke to anyone that actually knew him. <laughs> and our our buddy David Hill uh, posted a uh, little blurb about and some pictures, actually sixty something pictures uh, about him and Guillaume at the mini fun fly they had, mini heli fun fly they had in Sterling, Massachusetts. Said it was a total blast. Wachusett RC Flyers. Louis Rios said so much fun. Thanks Guillaume and Dave for putting this together. Nick. Yuri Helly uh, said, I wish I'd seen this beforehand, uh, but it looked pretty good, man. And Steve posted some videos of the fun fly we were just at. Kevin Dover flying, mm-hmm. um, just doing an amazing flight, man. Kevin kills it, dude. He's just, he mm-hmm. gets dangerously close to the ground. Like, I don't I don't mean dude, dangerously he has close. nine lives, man. Yeah, I don't nine mean, lives. I don't mean dangerously close as in he's putting everybody's life in, je- in jeopardy. No, 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 he no just, way. Yeah, yeah. He flirts with it so much. It's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, Steve, he has nine lives. Yeah, that helicopter has nine lives because there's like at least a half dozen times I was, I was like, that's going in. Oh, nope, that's going in. <laughs> mm. He came in and he went through the soybeans enough to bog the electric motor on his XL, right? Yeah. Where you heard it was like, <laughs> it's been back up. <laughs> and he was like, digging deep. Yeah, he was digging deep. And it's funny because uh, Frank Chia did that with his nitro a little while before. And he was, and he like goes to Frank. It's like, see, I copied your move, but I did it better. 
<laughs> which is awesome. Uh, Kevin, Kevin's a good dude. Yeah, Kevin's Kevin's a funny guy, man. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been really. These fun flies were like Kevin and and Edmund, Edmund. and, and yep. Dave. You know, like I have a really good time. There's a uh, um, another one of their friends, Steve and Frank. All these guys, man, they just they freaking fly. They have fun. They throw down. Like, what a yeah. great group of guys, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And Edmund so. Edmund was cracking me up with his post about yeah, I'll be there and I'll probably put like five of them in. <laughs> yeah, he did. I think he put two of them before I even got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh all good dudes, yeah. man. And, and he did an awesome night flight too, man. Um well, who, Edmund? You know, Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Man, I threw all up right. a little video of the the biplane taking off real mm-hmm. quick. I think that was on our page. Yep. If you want to see what that looks like. And uh, I think that's it. All right. Cool. Okay. Do we have any website comments next? Website comments. I know we got some email comments, which we'll kind of add to. Emails. Yeah. Uh, isn't that the same as website comments? Um, Not really. One's email and one's the website, which not, not only one person... Um, actually sent us an email through the website. You'll see. That's the one that I I forwarded and it says like form submission. Anything that comes up with form submission is actually a website comment. The rest are just emails. All right. So which one are we reading? Uh, let's see. So, so basically, Kevin, there is no difference. They're both emails. <laughs> yeah, basically, they're all emails. <laughs> so Javier emailed us saying the Spectrum Smart ESCs are in fact ma- manufactured by Hobbywing. So yes, they are working with other companies. Ah, what is that right? I don't know. No. Check the video of the Smart ESCs, and you will see Hobbywing programming box. And yeah, but that manual. doesn't mean anything. Though that could be they could just be sharing the programming box. But I mean, the ESCs sort of do look like Hobbywing ESCs, like the mounting tabs and stuff. The heat sink's obviously different, and obviously the color scheme, but it could be. Yeah, I think it's and possible. He said, "Check the yeah. manual on the ESCs in the Spectrum page, and it's a Hobbywing programming manual." Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool okay. if it is. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, they make great ESCs, so if they're um, relabeling them. That's fine. One of the things that I noticed, though, I've been looking through this uh, thing, is that there's like a, uh, a compatibility guide, and it seems like not all trans like the transmitters aren't compatible unless you do like an update, I guess. And some of them have limited compatibility, but yeah, I mean it's kind of cool though. The newer receivers are compatible though. Oh, you're talking about the Spectrum transmitters. Yeah, yeah. I think some of the older ones won't do like won't, can't do as much stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it seems like all of the DX6E, 86, 8, 9, 12, you know, have a newer transmitter and possibly an updated firmware. To, um, you know, to to get well, full. Potential. It looks like you need you need an updated firmware across the board, all yeah. of them. Okay. So yeah, so that's cool. We got another email from Javier. And it's yes. entitled Main Hub Clarification. Which she said three times on two uh, different yeah. days. Well, he added more, too. So I guess go to the one from Sunday. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. He says, Main Hub Clarification. I meant that because the main hub doesn't bend, the disc doesn't tilt. 
You kind of implied that adding pitch would create a boom strike. I guess I was not clear, and some people think the disc tilts, but that's not possible, so I just wanted to clarify that point. Mm. Boom strikes are not really a function of high pitch or cyclic, but head load and dampening strength. Yes, pitch will make the disc wider, but as the rotor moves, it push pushes past the blades and outward, keeping parallel, so I believe, don't quote me on this, that the main factor created boom strike is dampening. And well, my it's, name's it's damp- not- well, he added, my name's not Bill, and Andy, you suck. So, it's, I don't think it's, I mean, obviously, damping would, would play into it. Um, I really think most boom strikes have from lagging the blade. Um, but then beyond that, it's that whole slap in the dampening. That, well, and, that, you're, you know. well uh, and do you mean lagging the blade when it when it hits the ground? Like when you when you have a tip over? or No, blades lag while you're flying. While you're flying. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify and I think also blade flexibility too, and and overall design. Like some helis have a very low blades flex, and some helis have a very low uh, head design. Right, the, the head is very low on the the helis. Dude, what was it? The Oxy Three that we put those plastic blades on when it first came out, and Oxy remember two. it was Oxy Two. Yeah, it would flex like crazy. I thought it was the three. No, no, no. Three it was the three. Happened, wasn't it? Because I remember you flew mine, and when you when you flew it down into the ground, you tipped it over a little bit, and they were bending as it hit the ground. Yeah. We were laughing hysterical <laughs> at that. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the hub doesn't bend. It just doesn't tilt. Yeah. But the blades lagging will make it hit the boom. The blades flexing will make it hit the boom. Shitty dampeners or worn dampeners will make it hit the boom. So there's there's other there's a lot of different factors that will make it boom strike. Um, just pulling a lot of pitch will make it like make the blade lag harder, I guess, because it'll kind of like force the blade to stall a little or like trail behind, and I think that also causes boom strikes. But um, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, well, the actual website uh, comment mm-hmm. comment was from Eric Bonfig uh, on the episode 192, What Degree of Pitch? He uh-huh. says, uh, great episode, guys. Something that stuck out for me was I run lower than normal head speed, but I've set up all my helis with 14.5 degrees of pitch and haven't had any issues with stalling. From uh-huh. his 516, which runs 7, 1,700 to 2,100, to my E5S and my 626S, uh, 1,400 to 1750 and his 776 stretched to 806 12 1250 head speed to 1550 and his new um uh nine uh 696 um he says he has 1300 to 1800 says he pulled some high high current but that was due to having to stab the sticks to save the model and a no shit moment uh he says he's heard others running as high as 16 degrees on low head speed setup uh, how do you know when the blades have stalled? What does the model do or don't do? He's curious about what the model would feel feel like, and what one might experience in a blade stall. Uh, keep up the great podcast, apples and bananas for all. <laughs> uh, thanks, Eric. Well, I think, yeah, uh, like Steve was saying, you know when the blade stalled when it's hit the tail boom. Well, right? it pitches up first. I think it's a retreating. <laughs> well, blade not stall, necessarily. Right? That's only in fast forward plot. Yeah, and that's yeah. a retreating blade stall. When yeah. you're doing 3D and you stall the blades, you just hear noise and it just doesn't spin or flip or roll as fast as you think it might. But I don't 
really think a whole lot else happens. Noise. That flat, that fluttery blade farty sound. Yeah. Like I can make the the Goblin 500 blades. So like, it's like, it gets really loud. It sounds like something's wrong with it. Yeah. But now if you're in fast forward flight and you get a retreating blade stall, that's where it pitches up. Yeah. Yeah. Violently. Yeah. I remember, uh, Justin from RCHN talking about that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But I mean, dude, and I was going to mention the fact that years ago, I was just happy to get the helicopter flying and there was so much going on. You didn't realize what the blades were doing. And, you know, uh, now, now, probably today, you know, nowadays I can definitely tell a difference between a Zeal blade and on a big model uh, versus, you know, a Switch or VTX. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in the fact that, like Andy's saying, you know, the, you get that blade farty noise. I mean, when I stick bang my Goblin 500, you'll hear, like, the, the blades, like, just making a weird fluttering noise. It doesn't sound like a fart. It just sounds like a weird vibration in the blades. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It doesn't really do anything crazy or weird other than the sound. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever had it break the helicopter in the air. Um, Or, I mean, like, do something weird. Like, if you're, you're you're flipping and you're going full elevator and stalling the blades, it's going to keep flipping. It's just going to not flip as fast as you think it should. Just kind of loses some of the authority, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like if you, which I don't, it's kind of hard to explain for the, on the V bar, but like if you, if you set your rates on a 700 to 400 or 450 degrees Mm -hmm. per second, it's never, ever going to reach that. It's it's just going to stall, but it might settle out at, 280 300 degrees a second mm-hmm. so okay. you know that's what it is whatever it is but i don't think doing 3d type stuff when blade stall you really even notice it other than the sound but i also am not a aerodynamicist for rotary yeah. wing aircraft so yeah none of us I are say with a grain of salt exactly <laughs> what all of us say <laughs> right because you know we're just hobbyists. We're not. We don't make blades. We don't design airfoils. We don't do any of this stuff um, professionally. It's just we just have fun with it, and these are our opinions and things that uh, we've noticed. Mm-hmm. I know nothing mm-hmm. about transitional lift, or how, even how to pronounce it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> apparently, apparently, <laughs> translational lift. Translational lift. Yes. Uh, all right. So what else we have? I, I got an email from Carrie Shirley. You want oh me yeah. To pass on. Nice. Oh I yeah. I wanted to read it because it deals with breaking in gas engines. Mm-hmm. And this is something he was passing along that he had originally messaged me back when I'd got mine that I'd totally forgot about. Me too. Uh, <laughs> well, he his, messaged me, and I'm like, oh yeah, he did send me this, didn't he? I should read <laughs> what he sends me. <laughs> this is just a quick rundown of breaking in an engine from Carrie Shirley, which I would say is the de facto gas or engine guy. So whatever he says, I would listen to start it, let it warm up for a couple minutes at idle, hover it for a minute or so at low RPM, maybe 1400 on the head, then land it, turn it off and let it cool for about 45 minutes. We want it to cool completely down. Yep. 
After that, a hover, it says, after that, hover it for a tank at, say, 1650-ish. After that, sport flight for the rest of the breaking gallon, but keep the RPM around 1700. Mm-hmm. After the first gallon, switch to synthetic oil and slowly start speeding up and leaning it out. After about half of that gallon, do whatever you want. Just don't make it too lean. Read the plug. It should be brownish, not white, gray. Yep. Reading the plug is, is a big thing with, with tuning a gasser. Uh, like oily, you're rich. If it's got a nice like tan kind of color, almost uh, lighter than chocolate, but sort of a I don't know, tan khaki kind of color. Okay. You're pretty well right. If it starts getting gray or white, then yeah, you're getting mean. too hot. So cool. just passing that on, like I said, I forgot all about what he'd sent me. So I wanted to read that in case someone's listening. Yeah. And would like to know. Yeah, nice. I'd like to know. <laughs> Steve wants to know. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got Mike who sent us an email. Mike D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's entitled Heli Funfly Revelations and the Planker. He says, Mr. and Mrs. Freefall and that other guy. Our field reporter has attended both HeliFest and Heli's Gone Wild this summer and has a great deal to report. The first surprise was learning that besides going up and also going down, it turns out that RC helicopters can go left and rumors are that right turns are also in the repertoire of amazing moves. This remarkable bombshell will be fully investigated by the entire crack staff here at the Planker Channel, and a complete report will soon follow in an upcoming episode. Meanwhile, if you fly these whirly birds, remember the right side of the transmit, the right side transmitter stick actually does stuff. Keep on planking, <laughs> unknown Planker Channel correspondent. Nice. Nice. Thanks, Mike. It's revolutionary. Awesome. Cool. All right. And then we have one last final email from Javier. Javier says, new Skids Up podcast episode one. Hi, guys. Episode one will be up today. Maybe late, but for sh- but today for sure. So excited. Hope you can mention it on the, the record today. So it looks like there is a new helicopter podcast coming out. Mm-hmm. With Javier Moreno as the front man, I can't find it. I can't find it either. So fake news. Same thing of heliheads. Fake news, dude. What did Trump say uh, to the other day? He was like, "Come on, it's a it's a Democratic witch hunt. We're, we're here. We go again." <laughs> I'm like this guy, man. You you cannot shake this guy. If there's one thing he has, it that's a positive. He just, he doesn't care. <laughs> he does not care, this guy. Ay. Anyways, fake news or not, Trump is still our president. Uh, what do, what do we got next? What? What are you talking about, Trump? I don't know. We're talking about Heli Podcast. Skids Up and tangent. You said fake news or not at some point. You said episode fake, one of Skids Up. You said fake news, dude. Yeah. So I made a Trump reference. I don't understand why these two shows aren't on podcast on Podbean, not Podbean, sorry, on iTunes yet. Uh, I, I needed to come on there because I can't go to Podbean every time. 
I don't want to subscribe to anything on my Poppy because it's only subscribed. It's like signed in with a free fall account. Come on. Let's get it on podcasts app. Let's get it on iTunes. Hopefully it'll get vetted soon and get, get through there. Whatever process. I don't remember having a hard time getting that our podcast on the show. No. I feel like I I feel like I just registered it and it was done. Did you just like say I, our podcast on the show? I, I mean on know. the on it the seems like every new show that like uh, that I would tr- find and go listen to, it would always be like a month before it showed up on iTunes. Maybe really? that's just me. I yeah, ours was like out immediately. Full pitch and I think ours was like, like within every the first week. Month. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. and I think Maybe Podbean something did on it the back end you got to do or something. I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know what I mean. It could like we when did we do ours? You know, three plus years ago, they, they could have changed shit. Apple changes fucking everything. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean that's probably what it is. But oh, man, come on. <laughs> And I know it's not you guys, so I'm not blaming you guys at all, but I'm just saying, like, fucking Apple, get your shit straight already, man. How much you charge for damn He's not phone? blaming you, but he's kind of blaming you, so. Oh, I'm not blaming you, but you're going to, I'm not going to listen until it's on iTunes, so. Such an Apple snob. You don't have to do it my way, but unless it's done my way, I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Summed it up. Summed it up perfectly. It says we joined uh, Podbean on 12-18-2015. Yeah. So that's when we joined. So come 12, 18, 2019, be four years. Yep. Wow. Let's see what it says your first iTunes thing. So. Uh, and speaking of Podbean. Yeah. What do we you got for Poppy? Very active uh, Podbean guy. Saw ATT, liked episode 188. Did you happen to leave a comment? Uh, 190, catching up with Tired Iron. 192, what degree is enough? And JWS or WDSWJ5 liked episode 193, end of summer. And Steve Ho and Bad O Dix started following us. <laughs> I love that name. Bad O Dix. <laughs> yeah, started following us. <laughs> think he's a Deadpool fan? I think so. I don't know. And before you ask, we have nothing new on iTunes. Except if you guys want to get a laugh and you have a few minutes, go to the iTunes reviews that we've gotten and you'll laugh your asses off. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You will definitely laugh. Yeah. Uh, let's do Poppy in comments, though. We didn't do Poppy in comments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, four days ago, Steve Ho says, your comments on transitional lift were dead on. Wind blowing across the rotor causes more lift. When wind stops, the lift drops. Try holding a steady altitude with a gusty 13 to 17 mile per hour wind. It will make landing interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. Dead on. Dead on. Okay. <clears throat> ah, 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 oh, boy. Get ready for this one. No, it's coming. All right. So, Gray Eagle Jr., four days ago, says Summer may be ending. But here is inspiration of my delightful distinction. Close your eyes and look inside yourself. Find what you can't hide or seek. Exponentially, minimalist yarn of unravel. Strings of thread become one with the ball. Eyes on the prize, your universe will be your miracle. Imagine the TikTok become the greatness. 
Thank you. Awesome. Nice. Deep. Yeah. Super deep. Skids, one days ago. Oh, I think this is uh, the Skids Up, guys. Oh, this I wish is you were... Helly Heads show. Oh, sorry. Is this... I can't tell from the... Yeah, yes. Skids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Helly Heads, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Helly Heads show. It says, I wish we were cool enough to have Curtis and Tarek on the show. <laughs> uh, laugh emoji icon, Kevin. Nice. Um, At least somebody's cool. listening to me. Yep. Yep, that was a response to... Kevin's wise cracks about something. I don't know. We were reading the names of the about guys. Or, yeah. See, you're not even listening. Shut up. <laughs> we're talking about the <laughs> names of the guys and we couldn't think of them. And you're like Turex on there. Yeah. Curtis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Daniel Turek. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. iTunes review. I said there's nothing new on iTunes. I know. Just wanted to say it again since you skipped ahead. I'm sorry. You're okay. Punished. You're being punished for skipping ahead. <laughs> being punished for skipping ahead. I have to read it again. Get back in line. Um, all right. I guess we do our outro. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andy. Go ahead, Andy. I dare you. No way. Not tonight. I, I, I can barely hold my eyeballs open. <laughs> Come on, do it. It'll be even funnier that way. Drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freefallrcpodcast. Check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.show. That show. Hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. What up, Chris? Flight test right. forms, off the field, audio and video production. Other than flight test forms slash podcast. Fellow podcasters, Telerotor Podcast. Uh, what's that? Mike, Mike, and Rob? No, I'm sorry, I wasn't and listening. Ra- uh, <laughs> and uh, Ra- uh, Rich? Rich. Yeah, I don't know if he's a, I don't know. You think he's a permanent member now? A full-time Maybe. rotor? Full-time? I don't Could know. Be. I mean, be cool. I think he's been on he's the last a good, He's a very good so? guest. Yeah. He's been on twice. Nice. Yeah. BKRC podcast. Bert and Kyle. Yep. RC Roundtable. Fitzterry and Lee. The Heli Head Show <laughs> podcast. Mike Selby, Tarek, Curtis Youngblood, and Angus Young. They're all on the show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I got to get their names down. <laughs> <laughs> High Voltage. Yep. Bobby Watts. Bobby Watts. And I guess we should, um, before we go to Bill, it's, uh, was it Skids Up? Skids Up. Skids Up. Since we I, don't, I don't know who's... Have it yet. We don't know who's on it. So, Javier. Javier. Yeah. Uh, and our dear friend, Bill watch and YouTube tongue. channel. <laughs> what? What'd you say, what? Steve? It's a watch your tongue. Oh, jeez. Oh, Subscribe. Your friend. <laughs> well, you know. Like, subscribe, ring the bell. Like, subscribe, ring the bell. Yeah, ring you did all that. Yep. I'm going to ring his bell when I see you next. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what you do with Bill and ringing his bells on your time? Oh, Please shit. don't do that. In- <laughs> oh, jeez. Andy's tired. Give him a break. I know. Yeah. I know. Thanks to all our listeners. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. See ya. All right. See ya. Later, everyone. Bye.
<laughs> Man, he's about to pass up. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Eighty-five acres of burnt freaking soybeans. Oh, what the? I'm not doing too good. <laughs> Does that help for next year? Like, no. if the land wasn't all, like, uneven, like... Yeah, but doesn't that, like, isn't that, like, a thing where you burn something to bring no. new life? Nobody yeah. does that anymore. No, because you lose all your organic matter. You want that stuff to rot and degrade. And I see. Steve, are you still on the Mayan calendar? For crying out loud, you still sacrificing <laughs> people? Shit, yeah. That's how. That's how do you think I could afford all this stuff? Do you think cold water boils faster than hot water? It's yes. all fake news, dude. It's it's fake news. Are. All fake news. <laughs> when you're south of the border, yes. It's not me. I'm not editing. I'm not editing shit. Kevin's like, I do my own show under protest. Damn sure not doing anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do it under protest. Steve's threatened me a few times, but not under protest. It's all right. I just pay, I pay you in bottles of Kettle One. You're fine. There's no Maybe. protesting under communism. I'm not allowed to protest. <laughs> nah, it's all good. We all do our part. I think. Andy firefights. <laughs> he lights shit on fire. Andy lights shit on fire. I edit, and Steve hates shit. I don't know. Yeah. Pisses everyone off. Yes. That's his job. Oh man. Yeah, I do it very well. <laughs> Lots of practice. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Well, it's a Tr- lot. Super dry conditions. Yeah. Wind was blowing. Hey, Low guys, humidity. Uh, today we're gonna Oops. assemble an Sorry. entire FTL two blaster. Ah, uh, dude. Um, <laughs> Sorry, dude. What the hell are you doing? I forgot to mute my, my other. Oh my god! You you can't even listen to Andy talk about his house fire, uh, his farm <laughs> no. fire. You got to go listen to some YouTube no, videos. No, I was looking for something. You see how boring I am? I guess. Uh, <laughs> talk about unprofessional. Jeez. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, see. Normally, we wouldn't know what he's up to, but now that was a dead giveaway. So while I'm talking, the reason he doesn't ever remember anything is because he's watching YouTube. Dude, at least it wasn't porn. <laughs> yeah, but porn would have been way more funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, let's see. What, are you in a concert hall now? No. Does it sound like that? No, not now. But it did no. when first turned it on. Yeah, turn off any of the effects or anything in that mixer if it has any of that stuff. No, I'm just adjusting for proper modulation. Yeah. <laughs> Gets me every time. Where's Caleb Turner, Team Futaba. I told you not to be stupid, you moron. What the hell? <laughs> me? No, what's it on there? <laughs> no, Fucking Kevin. Crack me up, dude. <laughs> Oh, Planker episode. I can view details, manage versions, make a copy, report abuse. Definitely. I'm reporting that as abuse. So, speaking of excitement, I want to hear about you guys going to the fun fly. Yeah. You want to go first, Kevin? Hold on. This microphone's acting up. Where's my hammer? 
use your head. Hold on. It's coming back. Is your house on fire? Huh? No. No, it's not. Sounds like it. Uh... At least I thought I was fine when I recorded mine locally and had all that weird noise. But it came through on my recorder. I wonder weird. what's going on. Yeah. Not sure. Sunspots. <laughs> it might be this mixer I hooked up. Could be. It could be adding latency. Global warming. Global yeah. Global warming. Shut up, Bill. Bill, 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 Bill. <laughs> all right. <laughs>